Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this episode of the Behind the Mask podcast show, we recap the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight. Two legends displaying greatness at its highest form. We also talk about, hey, at one point of time, Mike Tyson, they love you. Then they hate you. Now they love you again. Last but not least, what is the legacy? How will you be remembered, Roy Jones and Mike Tyson? All of that and a little bit more coming up on this episode. Let's go behind the mask. Welcome back to another edition of the Behind the Mask podcast. I am your host, Takeo Spikes. And let me go out here and search virtually for my player partner. Two, where you at, homie? Right here. It's your favorite plus-size model, Tuton Reyes, in the building. Hey, man, I don't like you popping up late like that, bro. Hey, man. Listen, better late than never. Never late is better. Hey, I feel you, though. You see this right <laughs> hand like this? See this? I'm going I'm to knock you out like, like Nate got knocked out the other night. <laughs> hey, man, we can't clown the boy Nate, man. Like, man. <laughs> That was bad. How many? How many? How many of us would have gotten a ring? You know what I'm saying? Oh no! I, like no, straight up though. <laughs> I, I, I would not. And uh, <laughs> man, it was it, so special. It's hard to get it. It's hard to get inside of the ring though. And the thing what surprises me most is like we'll get into the Nate talk in a minute, but I'm surprised that we got to recap this Tyson fight. Mike yeah. Tyson, Iron Mike Tyson. And Roy Jones Jr., one of my all-time favorites, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. They 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 put on a show, you know, for some fifty-year-old men. <laughs> they put on a show. What I liked about it is the anticipation, the build-up for it. It's like we knew that these guys were over fifty, but we still were like, man, to see them back in the ring again is just something amazing. You know what I'm saying? We, everybody looks forward to seeing Tyson in the ring. I don't oh. care how old that man gets. You you just want to see what he still has. Like, can he still do it? Yeah, and I think for the most part, you know, even though he may not look the part the way that he looked 15, 20 years ago, yeah. but them hands still there, though, too. Like, man. a couple of times I thought he he really forgot it was an ex- <laughs> exhibition, and he, and he put them hands <laughs> to Roy Jones' ribs. Hey. You know what I mean? So I, I said, oh, shit, he's about <laughs> to lose it. You know what I'm saying? It seemed like he was frustrated, like he just wanted to unleash, but then he had to remember, nah, this is for charity. Nah, I can't really just lay him out. But I tweeted, I'm like... The NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you still can be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Even his misses look great. And that's how when he fought in the 80s, when he missed, everybody was like, "Oh, Ooh. like you use you even like if that connected." Did you you ever been to a Tyson fight? I never been to one. Yeah, I actually went to the one to where 
I want to say it was in Memphis when he fought Holyfield. Oh, and that's, I think that's when he bit off his ear, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was crazy, man. Yeah, that I felt crazy. shafted after that. After that. <laughs> I did. But you, still, but you still were like, you were really uh, ready to pay top dollar to go out there to see Tyson fight. Roy Jones the same way in his career, man. I mean, just what they were able to do in the 90s, 80s and 90s, man, carrying boxing, carrying the sport. So to see these dudes go out there, I think that was that was dope. It wasn't again. It wasn't gonna be what we saw in the eighties and nineties. We old men. That's like me and you trying to get back on the football field. That shit ain't gonna make no sense. We're gonna be that slow. It doesn't you know even saying? sound right to the ears. But to your point, it's like Tyson fifty four, Roy Jones. He's fifty one, and you know it, it. It brings up a lot of questions. You know, for me, I already knew. I'm like, man, there's no way they're going to get in there and just try to rip each other's head off. It's just, it doesn't even sound healthy. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, I was a big fan, man. Big fan of Tyson. Big fan of Roy Jones. Had the opportunity to meet him inside of the airport one time. Right. And, uh, you know, I just think about all of the memories that he had. Mm. Uh, I asked him specifically now, this is before he came out, and said it, I was like, bro, your style is so unconventional, man. Like, what makes you do that? Why you play with people? He was like, man, that's the experience of me playing in the chicken coop mm. on the farm, playing with the chickens, just dancing around like the way that they dance around. Right. And I was like, looked at him fight again, and I was like, he had me. I mean, I don't know if I he was for real, but he damn sure looked like it when he was out there. Yeah, and that's how he was, man. Roy Jones was so fast back in the days, and I think – one of the things that was so dope about Roy Jones when he fought, we can't forget the man was a champion in several different divisions, uh, middleweight, light heavyweight. He even went up to the heavyweight ranks and won the championship belt. You know what I'm saying? So you yep. got to give him his props. Boxer of the 90s. He was ranked as a, the top boxer of the 90s. So, he, you know, for what he did for the sport was amazing. Tyson as well. You know what's funny though, man? You see people chiming in all the time. Uh, former teammate of mine, he coaches, I believe with the Cardinals now, Brenton Buckner. He yeah. put on Facebook, these dudes out there looking like two wet rags about the fight after they did the way. Man, no, <laughs> Like two wet rags, I kid you not. So I chime in back on him. I'm like, shit, I bet you won't get out there and take a punch with neither one of them. You're going to say, <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you neither one of them will take a sack from me. I'm like, Yo, Buck, really? Oh, Buck, that don't even, it doesn't even compare. <laughs> it don't compare, man. I'm like, yo, he was nice in your day playing D-line, but bro, I'd take a sack from you before I let Tyson or Roy Jones hit me in the ring. No possible way. No yeah. possible way, man. Oh, dog. That's, so maybe we should challenge Buck. We should be uh, like, Buck, what's up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's up, bro? Like, you might need to get in on that undercard, though. You know what I'm saying? Could you take a punch? You think you get out there and take a punch? Yeah, if I'm getting paid three mil, I'm going to take that punch every day. You know, that's what I think Roy Jones ended up getting, I don't know, they say the purse were anywhere, it was anywhere from a mil and a half up to three mil. Like, I'm taking that punch all day. And yet, yes, you can laugh at me like everybody laughed at Nate, but <laughs> then I'm going to be out there on the Caribbean islands. I might buy me an island. Might need need a little development, but yeah, if you remember how to count after that, taking that. 
Yo, it was so dope, man. And I and I see him, man. And I think of Tyson back in the days is like everybody loves Tyson again. They loved him, they hate him, and they love him again. Just like most athletes, you know what I'm saying? They they, they love you when you come out when you're on their team. If you leave their team, uh, they hate you. And then when you do something or you retire, they love you again. Kobe Bryant, Jordan, a lot of these cats, LeBron, trust me, a lot of people hating on LeBron, but when he when he's done, they're gonna be like, yeah, he was great. Same thing with Tyson. Loved him when he came out in the 80s when he was knocking everybody out. Think about when, I, what I remember about Tyson is when Cable first came out. I think it was HBO. And yep. going to run to watch the Tyson fight. And if you were not sitting down in the first 30 to, to, to 45 seconds, you might have missed the fight. Because he used to knock everybody out in the first round. Everybody and I think that's Tyson. the reason why everybody was so enamored with Mike Tyson. Yeah, because it yeah. was like, man, bro, you can't even go to the concession stand when he boxed. Man. You can't even go to the bathroom because you, know you knew like he was gonna lay you out within any given second. Yeah, and then obviously you got into some some legal issues, some legal stuff. Um, came back, people still the, the law was still there, the attraction was still there. Bit off Holyfield, like you said, <laughs> his ear, the um, the fight that you went to, and they hated him. You know what I'm saying? But now he's retired, he's done, he's, he's a shell of himself. We saw him in um Hangover a few years back. And everybody, they love Mike Tyson again. He's, he's on his podcast and smoking, doing this thing. People love this man. And they still, the pay-per-view numbers were crazy, sold out. And people literally are in amit with, with Mike Tyson and, and what he's able to do. So to me, man, that's, that's just the story of an athlete. They literally love you. They hate you. And they love you again. But this is the thing, I think, the reason why everybody loves Tyson. Of course, everything what you said. But now that he's retired somewhat unretired uh he's created tyson wrench and that's his uh, own i think distribution when it comes to weed mm, and um, mm. um he's doing big things with that develop his own podcast and every guest that comes on from what i've seen they sit down get high together and then just share some good old stories yeah. talk about some, some some sensitive things man but uh i can appreciate that about mike tyson even though he bit off the my home, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Holyfield, man, that was Holyfield was like the hope of everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Coming from Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. even though he's from Alabama. Mm -hmm. So you was really going for Holyfield during that fight? Oh man, I, I was down, bro. And then I was I, all the way down. But then you turn around and you look at Roy Jones and. Bro, like to your point to kind of recap it earlier, though he he really was considered to be, if not the best pound for pound boxers of all time. He's definitely one of them. You know, he really made his mark on history when he went up a class, yeah. the heavyweight title. That was back in, if I'm not mistaken, in 03. Mm -hmm. Became the first former middleweight champion to win a heavyweight title. And that was in over 100 years, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so he unified different belts. They got so many acronyms, WBA, yeah. WBC, IBF, mm. whatever. But you, you, you look at what he was able to accomplish, transcended the game. And now, even within most recently, 2018, uh, before this fight, he was still fighting somewhat, like every two years, mm -hmm. putting on mm -hmm. shows. And it really, you know, 
when I see him and what he's done, being one of the guys who are who is truly a maverick in the game, it made me question, like, is he really messing up his legacy? Like, his legacy is already laid, but we know the hit from Antonio Tarr. Yeah, We yeah. know he has never been the same after that. But you're fighting well into your 40s, even now 50. Well, we're not going to count that one because you didn't get knocked out. <laughs> but, like, it questions, like, I, you see greatness and that sometime it time, it's time for greatness to take a back seat and receive all of the flowers that yeah. everybody yeah. is, that they're going to give you. Do you think that he's messing up his legacy? I think now, I don't, I don't think now he is because he's more so looked at as an ambassador now as opposed to uh, a competitive fighter. Like nobody's going to go out there and think Roy Jones is really going to sit out there and knock somebody out unless it's an inexperienced boxer, somebody that's out there not really knowing what they're doing, right? Right. Um, I, I will say people disrespect his legacy because, again, he is one of the greatest to ever step into that square circle. Um, he He's done things that haven't been done in terms of moving up and down the weight classes and, and, and winning boats. In his prime, nobody could touch Roy Jones. Nobody could touch him, literally. Nobody. Uh, nobody, could, nobody could touch him, right? I think what happens, and similar to most boxers, you, you look at the history, when they finally get that time where they taste the canvas, though, when they get knocked out, it does something. It brings you back down to earth like, yo, I'm human. You know what I'm saying? Look at uh, Mike Tyson, right? Of course, Roy Jones. Mike Tyson got knocked out, and then it was like by Buster Douglas, and it was like, damn, he's human. And then he started getting hit a little bit more as his career uh, extended. Roy Jones Jr., the same way. Um, Zab Judah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Some of these fighters that that really were nice in the beginning, when they finally got hit, it was like, damn, nah, they 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 actually are really human beings. You know what I'm saying? I, you got to take your hat off to Floyd Mayweather because he's one of the only pers- only boxers that I, I recall in recent history that wasn't able to get hit. Hell, even Ali got when he started getting hit. You know what I'm saying? You're like, yo, this is this is real. These people are human beings. You know what I mean? And I think though people still need to give Roy Jones his props because again, in his prime, nobody could touch him. Now he's older, he's up there in age, but to quote his song, man, y'all must have forgot because this dude was nice during his day, man, and you got to give him his props. Well, I tell you what, I didn't forget. I didn't forget, bro, because the impact that he left on the game, uh, his intimidation, or no, I would more so say his bravado Mm -hmm. coming into the ring. When you look at Floyd Mayweather, I think he's a better version of Roy Jones. Yeah. Same type of fighter, quickness, being able to dodge, get in, get out. I think when you talk about how will they be remembered, for me, when I think about Roy Jones, I think about him toying with his opponent, being yeah. so quick. That was mm-hmm. the first time that I ever saw a professional boxer play defense and not swing for at least 15, 20 seconds while yeah. his opponent was swinging, and he never blinked his eye. And so, you know, when I when I saw that, to me, that was a big time remembrance of who Roy Jones is and who he is, you know, kind of somewhat still to this day, being able to have great defense with unorthodox fighting, uh, saying that he stole everything from the chicken while yeah, holding yeah. chickens in the chicken coop. Yeah, that was dope, man. He, he would, you know, fight you 
like a, a traditional righty, then switch to southpaw during the fight, throw the hands behind the back. You know what I mean? Just just do the whole sugar rate, uh, sugar rate landing, wind up and it hit you. So yeah, Roy was definitely tough, man. And I for me, you talking about you would have took a hit from one of them in the ring. I, I still I, I I'm going over that because I do remember it was New Year's and I want to say it was what 2016, 15. I remember I said Spice, we're gonna start the year off right. We're gonna go boxing. And I took you boxing with me. And we went like one time. You ain't oh. never come back. Don't think I forgot that. You Two, never came back after that. I didn't come back because I, I was tired, bro. Like, like the rest my, of the rotator, my rotator cuff was off, man. <laughs> you forgot about you must have forgot. You forgot about no, that one, man. So you you must have forgot. Just, you must have forgot now. Hold on now. See, I knew you was gonna probably try to dig up something. So Turbo, producer. Let's see, can we pull up this old clip now, too? You forgot we went to Cuba. And oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you forgot about that. Who, who did we went to? The world famous Rafael Trail. Rafael Trail, Trail. Yeah, that's it. So we went to his gym. And you finna go in there. And these cats are hungry, dog. Like it's a poor, it's a poor man's game. And you got too many dollar bills in your pocket, and you won't go up there and challenge one of the locals. Producer, Listen. let's let's pull that clip up because we got this on tape, and I got the picture where you almost got your ass knocked out. Well, first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, I didn't voluntarily go into the ring and box the Cuban boxer. Y'all peer pressured me to go in the ring. Y'all was like, yeah, too. You could do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, Los, Khan, Tony. Hey, man, y'all were like, man, yeah, Aussie Dave. Yeah, go in the ring. You know? I'm like, all right. And I'm the only one that went into the ring to actually box. And and like you said, these dudes is hungry. They they ready. You know, championship trainer. He changed, trained several uh, world championship boxes. And it, it was cool. I figured I could go in there. You know, I, I boxed in the past, you know, just training or whatever. I think I could go in there and throw my hands or whatever, but so fast, man. Hey, what, you thought, hey, what were you thinking when you saw that overhand right coming towards Listen, your face, though, and you couldn't move? What happened was I was like, I ain't going to lie, I was shook to throw a punch because I'm like, if I if I throw a punch and, and I miss and he hits me, you know, it's like him coming on a football field with me. There's no possible way he can get a sack on me. I'm going to block him. You know, he's out of his element. I knew I was out of my element, but I'm like, all right, I can at least block myself. So he's swinging, and I, I had swung once. And then he swung and then almost hit me. So I'm like, damn, put your hands up. So I put my guards up. And when I put my guards up, he hit my glove and that hit me in my face. I'm like, damn, this shit is real. So then I'm like, all right. I <laughs> so, I'm like, so I'm like, all right, let me move my glove so I can see where he's at. Because I couldn't see. I moved my glove and pop, pop, pop. He hit me so fast. I'm like, yo, this is over. I'm done. Hey, <laughs> you had the glove. I yo, you had the gloves. You I, like, take them off. Take them off. I don't, want no smoke. I don't want no smoke, man. Later for that. Y'all sitting there laughing, man. But then the, the messed up part, like my man Nate Robinson, everybody laughing at me, but nobody else would get in the ring. All the NBA players are laughing at Nate Robinson. All my boys are laughing at me in Cuba, but nobody else got in the ring. So for me, I salute Nate Robinson. <laughs> Try to go out there and do something different. Listen, man, this you is... You ain't getting the ring. No, and I... I you th I'm saying, <laughs> you think I'm crazy? Man, I'm not finna get in no ring. Like it's a, they don't catch a charge. You hit me, like for real, bro. In Cuba, 
Think about it. A charge in Cuba? You was not what you was gonna do. Really? It's a whole communist country, bro. It wasn't nothing happening. No, I'm talking about <laughs> back in the States. Oh, back now, in the going States, back yeah. to that Nate Robinson, though, like we've seen so many, several athletes make that transition to another sport. You know, I think about MJ. I mm-hmm. think about Bo Jackson. Beyond you know what I mean? So, yeah. but that's playing another sport. I don't know if if an athlete can go into boxing and say I want to play boxing. Like it ain't <laughs> you ain't playing. It, like you ain't playing no boxing. I think it was very evident. And like, yeah. let me even take you back in history though. You remember Johnny Morton? I think he played wide yeah, receiver yeah, yeah, for the yeah. Chargers, I think, right? Yeah, uh, I think he played with the Chargers and the Lions, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Johnny Morton, he retired from the game. Then decided to go into MMA, which is even worse than mm-hmm. boxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bro, when he got knocked out, I thought, like, man, this man might, it, it might be over. Yeah. But when I saw Nate, and I was like, all right, Nate is like a little raging bull. I appreciate the yeah. effort. But, bro, when he caught that, he caught that right hand, and Jake Paul just, Jake Paul kind of studied him the first round. He connected with him at the end of the first. Nate really, when I looked at it, Nate really didn't want to come out. Like he had that left hand up and that ref was trying to pull it down. He was like, <laughs> Man, I know if I put my hand down, I got to go back in here. And, bruh, lo and behold, Jake Paul, YouTube sensation, caught him with that right cross. Hey, it, it, it looked so bad, bro. I, like, I don't, I'm not – I'm sensitive to other athletes because I feel like we're in a fraternity. Right. And especially if you get you get knocked out by a YouTuber. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like our boy Flimlo knocking you out. Yeah, it's like Flimlo, <laughs> Flimlo lock, knocking me out, man. But like, bro, it's just I felt so bad though, bro, because yeah. it you we've been in the game for so long. I remember taking concussion one time and they came and got me. I don't even remember how I got off the field. Mm. And that was bad. Yeah, yeah. I look at Nate. I don't even think Nate probably remembers it. I yeah. haven't had a chance to, to peep out, you know, has he said anything about that in particular? But he yeah, was he, knocked out, bro. He, he was asleep. He was definitely asleep. And that's why you see all the memes on social media about it. And I I don't want to laugh, but some of them, are, you know, they're funny. But I, again, I, I'm siding with Nate. For having the courage to even do it, but he did jump back into I think Clubhouse after that, and people were ragging him, but he took it like a man. He was sitting there, you know, answering questions, chiming in. So, but one thing is crazy when you watch that fight and you see when Nate got knocked down, he was trying to get up, and you read his lips. It was like he was like, "Damn!" <laughs> like, I don't know if you see it. No, damn! Like, shit, I got knocked out. <laughs> you know, yeah. Crazy. You got to check that out, man. Watch that. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you something because I remember my, my situation. When was the last – we talk about fighting. When was the last time Tequila Spikes got in a fight and what happened? I got kicked out of the game. Oh, that wasn't no fight. You talk about in the league? Yeah. That wasn't no fight. That was grabbing, man. They call it grab-assing. You was grab-assing. Yeah, I mean, you grabbed yeah. his face mask and everything. When the last time you, you, you squat, you know, 
squared up and actual and hands. Yeah, it happened in practice. Mm-hmm. It, it happened in practice. Like that was the last time, but the true last time, the true last time was in high school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, the, put it this way: I'm still undefeated. Undisputed. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay, okay. Hey, if Jake Paul can get up there and say, say after the fight, you know what? I found out that I was great. I'm a great <laughs> fighter. And I was and I looked and I was like, let me see his record. Two and oh. I was like, I don't know if you really can consider yourself great after two and oh. He undefeated though. But he's undefeated. So you gotta give him that. You know what I mean? But I tell you what was funny after listening to it, bro, when he was like, the announcer said, so, Jake, what's next? Yo, you know, I'm a great fighter. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm undefeated. You know, I'm really looking at honing my skills. That's what he was going into. And then the commentator said, what's next? And he was like, well, I think I'm going to work on my music. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, how you going to be great? You just finna stop boxing, but you finna right, right, right. Right now. You know what I mean? So, hey, hey, entertaining to say at the least. Facts, facts, facts. I remember the last time I got in a fight. Like you said, I guess the real last time I think was uh, on the field, but, you know, that ain't count. That's practice and and everybody breaks it up. But a straight fight fight, mine had to be in college. And, um, you know, me, me, my man Derek Burgess, former NFL player, you know, that's my boy. We went, we, we, we were some of the cats from the Northeast that went to Ole Miss. And we had a running beef with, they call them the locals, meaning the local people in Oxford, Mississippi, that they're at every, every university, whatever the local people that, that don't go to the school, but they're from that town. Yeah. So so we in there one day in, in a student union, and uh, we had beef with the locals or whatever, and one of the, the, the dudes on the football team pledged Kappa. Throw him out there, Omar Edwards. Never forget it. But some of the locals were also Kappas. So now, because the football team had beef with the locals, and Omar conflict was a capper, conflict of interest. So we, we was pissed, like, how you even pledging capper? So anyway, fight breaks out. Burgess is, is going at it with one of the locals, and it's this table, one of those uh, one of those long, like, picnic tables or whatever. And uh, Derek is just wailing on a dude. Got him over the table. He's going at it. So one of the local dudes gets on Derek, starts hitting him. So then my man Paul Bolden, Jersey native gets on the local dude, starts hitting him. Omar, who's supposed to be down with us, grabs Paul. So I'm like, yo, this ain't even making no sense. You down with us, he grabs Paul. So when he grabs Paul off, now is the other dude, right? That's on, that's on top of Derek. So I grab him. I spin around. I say, yo, get off my man. Spin him around. Wah! Hit him. So I hit him, and he's looking at me like this. I'm like, damn, two. He ain't do nothing. <laughs> I'm like, shit. So I'm looking at him and he's looking at me. I'm sitting there like, I hope you don't Bro. hit me back. I know. I'm like, hope you don't hit me back. But then he looks at me, he just goes like this. And then four, so he falls. Oh, dude, no, come on, man. I knocked him out. Come on, man. You can't be putting. Yo, dead ass. Dead, I knocked him out and threw my hands about. You can't like, be putting butter on I threw my hands up. Like <laughs> I threw my hands up. Yo, we could put it on social How media. How you put your hands up? Nah, I got sweats under my armpit, so I ain't gonna show that. I, I put them up though. I, was, <laughs> I put them up, but nah, I put them up. We could put it on social media. Guarantee you, everybody that chime in and remember this. Burgess is chime. Burgess ain't on social media, but they'll chime in. 
knocked him out, laid him out. So now the cops come. University police comes and they like breaking it up. So everybody's standing to the scene. Like everybody's standing to the side like nothing happened. I'm standing there. Dude gets back up. So I'm like, All right, he's back up after a couple minutes. He's staggering, but he's walking by me. And I'm thinking like, yo, he about to fire. So I got my hands back up. He walks right by me. Like to your point, when you had the concussion, you know what's going on. He walks yeah. right by me like this. I'm like, shit, I'm the man now. You can't tell me nothing because I had the one hit a quitter. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> one hit a quitter. But that's the last fight, man. You know. But uh, so that's why I feel like you know I felt like between that and boxing, I could go down to Cuba and do my thing. But nah, I'm cool. You cool I'm on not, that? I'm cool on that, man. This <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> I got kids. I'm good. <laughs> Hey, bro, listen, man, uh, we might have to call Derek Burgess and get some validation from that story. Thousand percent. I'm with it. My man, I'm telling you, we can do that, man. Like, listen, one thing, I ain't going to tell you no lies, bro. True friend. True friend, man. It seems like you don't believe me. I wish I had video footage of it. So you said the last I'm dead ass, bro. And they'll tell you, I threw my hands up like Ali, because I was like, yo, that's it. I believe you, bro. I believe you. I don't think you do. It's all good, though. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good, right? Either way, it's true or not, it sounds good. It is true, though, man. I'm telling you, man. We're oh. Sure, we're sure. Hey, man, it's always a pleasure, <laughs> bro. Always. <laughs> I'm about to go. I'm about to go call somebody, get some. Some verification, some validation, man. Listen, man, you want to put up, we, we can do another bet. Like, I know you like to bet, you know what I'm saying? Take these L's like you usually do for me. So, you know, how you want to oh, do What's up then? You tell me. Better yet, we're going to have the BTM people, when they see this, the BTM viewers and listeners, if my story checks out, y'all come up with the bet that Tequila has to do, and if my story doesn't check out, Y'all come up with the bet that I have to do. So we'll post it on YouTube, on our social media account, at the BTM Podcast, and uh, we'll come up with something, something real nice, and then y'all go ahead and chime in, and then that's the bet. Long as it's, you know, PG-13 at least, because I got teenage oh, kids. Nah, so you yeah. want to have every street. Nah, <laughs> I got teenage kids. I can't be, you know, running right. on the This is what we'll do. Naked. I'll happily fulfill that bet after you fulfill yours. From not wearing the jersey because you say the jersey was too tight. You say you couldn't wear the, my football, college football jersey. Is so, what? Well, it technically it is. Listen, if you, you want me to fulfill a bet, which I have no problem with, jersey. I have no problem fulfilling no bet, man. We'll do the one chip challenge. Just do the one chip challenge, and then we'll call the bet even. All right, I'm with on it. the podcast show. I'm with it. Yeah, we can do that. I'm looking forward to it, man. You know I don't lose. Yep. Next week, hey. one chip challenge, baby. Spikes, Spikes, repeat after me. There's only one rule. I will not lose. <laughs> Drop the mic. Boom. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.